0: Raising bloody hell. So in each case, it's different. Go, going back to England, you know, in the nineteenth century, um, they had an option we don't have, and that is that a lot of people who were, whose livelihood was terminated by the industrial revolution, f- found their way to America, and uh, we don't have that kind of safety valve anymore. Uh, on the other hand, it's also true that our population growth rates are much lower, so. You know, the the congestion on the, on the supply side of the labor market isn't nearly as bad. And the concerns about lack of employment seems to be dwarfed by, by the concerns about lack of workers. Meaning that if people are deprived of an existing livelihood, you know, there could be ways of easing them into where they can bring benefit to society in some other way. And uh, those things are all feasible, but they are not going to be done by free markets. They are going to be done by public policies or by charity or by organizations who are dedicated to be aware of this problem and help solve it. And that's, that's something that we know how to do. We know how to do this. This is not rocket science. This is easy. You just need the political will and you need the conviction that this is the right kind of policy, this is morally correct, but it's also politically wise. I mean, politically, uh, what you're looking at now is a process of depression and alienation in the American countryside that has led to these sort of
1: Case-Deaton people. You're talking about the the deeply terrifying work of uh, Anne Case and Angus Deaton. These are the deaths of despair and the sort of anomaly within America where specifically White people without college educations uh, are have all kinds of worse outcomes. They're more likely to get sick. They're more likely to commit suicide, and and that that data is terrifying. That data is terrifying when it first came out. Uh,
0: I mean, Angus told me he, he couldn't believe the numbers. He said this must be some mistake. They went back to the data, and then all of a sudden they realized what they were looking at. You know, but this is really, I think, a policy failure. I mean, this is not uh, something that society can't deal with. It, it's a specifically U.S. problem. I mean, I have yet to see anything similar in, say, the Netherlands or Sweden or even Germany. You don't see these deaths of despair. It's the American countryside among poorly educated people or at least less than college educated people where these deaths of despair occur. And uh, to my way of thinking, this has profound political consequences in the growing gap between rural America, or what is known sometimes somehow disparagingly as flyover country, uh, and the sort of bicoastal America in which this, this phenomenon is much less pronounced. And um, this is not unrelated to the fact that employment opportunities for these people are declining, and that we, we have made very little effort in trying to soften the blow.
1: Is there an inability of economists traditionally to talk about distribution that has contributed to that.